This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or for His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Good morning. I would have got here sooner, but I was trapped behind a whole bunch of luggage. It was a mess. Anyways, welcome. So glad that you're here today. I know there's a lot of other things uh, competing for your time, so I'm grateful that you're choosing to be with us. Today, for a few minutes, we are going to talk about letting go of the past. And to do that, it's really about letting go of all of the luggage and the stuff that we carry around on a daily basis. So before we get started, let's open with prayer. Father God, I thank you for today. I thank you for this opportunity for us to be together and to learn more about you. And I just ask that you will open our hearts and our ears for what it is that you have to say, that I will speak your truth with love and that we will walk away from this, Lord, a little lighter, laying all of our baggage down at the foot of the cross. We love you and we praise you and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So last week we talked about the perfect plan that God has for us. And unfortunately, we can't get there, right? We can't get to that perfect plan when we're weighed down by all of the stuff, all of the junk that we're carrying around on a daily basis, filled with past mistakes, regret, hurts, habits, Um, things in our lives that maybe we didn't even choose. Somebody else chose that for us and the effects and what's come from that has just been a lifetime of pain and heartache. And when we're looking specifically at doing God's will, we definitely have to be laying down our suitcases, but even more than that, just getting from from day to day, it's hard to, to go forward when we keep looking back. I shared with you that last year um, I became a chaplain and I started up biblical counseling and one of the most repeated questions that I get from people is, how do you let go of the past? How do you let go of all of that pain that you've been carrying around that's, that's really changed who you are and, and now today, you know, you're, you're suffering for that. You, you have all this pain that you're carrying around. And last week we talked about five easy steps on how to understand what, what God's plan for us is and, and what that might look like. And while I wish this was a five easy step plan, Um, All of us really work through this kind of grief and and these kinds of struggles differently. And so what we're going to talk about today are just some things to consider, some things to pray about on working on letting go of the past. I myself, um, you know, struggled for years with mental illness and 
I have shared on the show at least once, you know, what that looked like and how each thing that I encountered, each problem, each consequence from my actions, uh, each terrible choice, mistake that I made, I kept moving and what I did was I just grabbed another piece of luggage and I threw everything inside and then I just kept going. I didn't deal with anything from my past. I didn't understand it. I didn't, uh, you know, do anything with it. I just kept moving forward. And that was not the right thing to do. I mean, in a perfect world, when we go through something, we would understand what that was. We would, you know, break it down, pray about it, and, and say, okay, I'm not going to make these choices again. But a lot of times we're not operating that way. You know, life is complicated by itself and there's all of these challenges and, and we have busy schedules. And so when something happens, you know, we sometimes just sweep it under the rug or we dump it into a backpack or suitcase and we just keep moving forward. But the unfortunate thing is while we're moving forward, we're still dragging all that stuff with us. We're still taking everything with us. And so I would say the very first thing that you need to do is take an inventory, right? Take an inventory of, of what you're carrying around. And you, you have to surrender. You have to lay it down at the foot of the cross. This is one of the reasons why Jesus came. Jesus came to give us that freedom. Jesus came to cancel the plans of the enemy. And you've got to know, as many times if you've watched this show and you've heard me preach and teach, is that this is what the enemy does, right? He's here to steal, kill, and destroy. He's here to take us off the path that God has for us and to discourage us and lie to us so that we forget who we are, so that we stray from the path that, that God has planned and and we take another way and that that's hard right we we can't um, we can't navigate our lives when we're off path and and we're off doing all these other things looking at all these other situations focusing on all these other things when none of those things are important so the, the very first thing is, is surrender. And, and you don't even have to know what it all looks like yet, but you have to surrender. You have to trust that, that Jesus came to cancel the plans of the enemy and to give us freedom. And so we can truly surrender the past and, and step out each day in that full freedom that only comes from believing that Jesus is the reason. Number two, you need to ask for forgiveness and, and you need to forgive others. Now, what does that look like? We've made mistakes, we've sinned, we've, we've made choices and, and those consequences follow us. Um, sometimes we wish it was just like hitting that delete button on the computer and or the X on our phone and do 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 everything gets erased and you get a chance to just start on a clean page well that's not what happens when we make a mistake 
there's a consequence and that consequence typically doesn't go away. And so um, we have to be able to forgive ourselves, ask Jesus for forgiveness of those things that we've done. But we also have to forgive others because as we know, there are things in our life, circumstances that have happened where people are hurting us, right? We're either in abused relationships um, with people that are in our family or outside of our family. We have um, challenging marriages where our spouses can hurt us because we all make mistakes, we all sin. We can uh, be hurt by good friends or neighbors or our children or our bosses or any number of things where there's a relationship that can go wrong. And, and it typically takes two people. And so we have to be able to forgive them and offer them the same kind of forgiveness that Jesus offers us. And, and when we do that, when we are forgiving ourselves, when we're forgiving the other person involved, there is so much freedom in that. That's, that's a suitcase just by itself. You know, all of the animosity and the anger and, you know, questioning what happened, that takes a lot of weight. That takes a lot of energy. And so when we can forgive and, and, and we can forget, we can, we can move on. Now, I, I don't want to take time talking about, um, I take that back. Forgetting is, is challenging, especially when we were hurt, but we can't forget or forgive in our own strength. Um, I'm not talking about whether it was right or wrong. I'm not talking about if you were in an abused relationship, whether that was right or wrong. Um, I'm asking you to forgive that person in Christ's strength so that you can move on and enjoy the rest of your life and enjoy everything that the Lord wants to do and, and leave that what needs to happen in that situation to God's righteous justice. Let God deal with that person according to what they've done and what uh, the Lord wants to do in their hearts. And, and you don't have to carry that burden. I hope, I hope I made that people understand. So we're, we're laying the baggage down at the foot of the cross. We're forgiving those people that we need to forgive. And we're doing that because there is freedom in that forgiveness. Number three, you might not need to unpack all of the suitcases. There might be a suitcase of childish mistakes and stupidity that you did way long ago that, that you like, I know what's in there. I don't really need to unpack that. That was fully labeled. Um, I get it. I, I understand everything that I did in there and I just need to lay that down. I need to ask for forgiveness and I need to let that go. There might be some suitcases that you don't need to unpack, but there might be some suitcases that you need to. What does that look like? That means understanding what happened at that point in your life and uh, going to God with it, uh, making a connection with a mentor, maybe um, working with a counselor, 
understanding what happened so that you can move forward fully letting go of the past and are not going to be making that same mistake again. It seems like abusive relationships breed abusive relationships and people that were abused as children have have this vulnerability to them to walk into other abusive relationships now that they're older and and that isn't on purpose that's because the things that you learned in that relationship by what happened you think that you're thinking wrong you're thinking that that's normal that that's going to um, happen in every single relationship and so this residual effect this this residual stuff this junk that that happened back then is now happening now and it's like you're stepping into these other new situations with the possibility that it could happen again and you don't even know it that's what we have to unpack that's what we have to understand and oftentimes we can't do that all on our own we need someone who's outside of the situation who can look in and and shed light and come alongside of you and help you unpack so that you never have to pick up that suitcase again and that you can walk forward in this complete freedom and everything that the Lord wants to do in the present and in the future. Number four, you need to be aware of the battle because the enemy wants you to keep picking up the suitcases. The trouble is we make mistakes, we sin, we, we do things um, that we wished we wouldn't have done. And as we move forward, and a lot of times it's when we get older and we can look back and understand you know, we try maybe in our own strength to lay all that stuff down and to forget about it and say, well, that was in the past and um, I'm not going to do that anymore and I, I'm a new person and I'm in Christ and I'm, I'm going to keep moving forward. But the enemy is so good about sitting here reminding you of all the things that you've done and, and wants to take you back wants to keep distracting you back saying you know what you haven't really forgotten about what happened maybe you should just go back and and stay there and um, maybe you should try again maybe you should um, you know just go back to the way that you used to be because remember back then it was so much easier and you had so much more freedom and um, you know just go back he brings fear into our lives so that it seems easier to stay in the past, right? That's familiar stuff back there. We've been there. We, we know what that's all about. That, and that's not just us. That's everybody. If you want to go back to the Israelites, right? When they were slaves in Egypt and Moses wanted to take them out of Egypt and into the promised land. And how many times when things got hard, did they say to Moses, you really brought us out here to die? We were better off in Egypt. Sure, we were slaves, but we got three squares a day and we made bricks and we knew what our purpose was. Well, they were slaves. 
they, they had no freedom. And God wanted them to come into the promised land and take part of every good gift that he wanted to give them. And so many times they wanted to go back. And I would read this, right, in Exodus, and I would be so frustrated with the Israelites until it was like God hit me on the head and said, really, Amy, how many times have you wanted to go back to your old life because it would be easier? And I was like, you're right. I, I, I'm, I'm mad because I'm recognizing my, in my own life where I'm still, I'm still a slave. I still want to live the way that I used to. I don't want to enter into the full freedom that you give me because back there was easier. Back there, I could satisfy my flesh. Back there, it was familiar. We have to recognize that this is a battle and that the enemy will continually want to take you back and remind you of all of your mistakes and just put his thumb on you and push you way down in the dirt saying, this is what you did, remember? Well, we have to put on that full armor of God and we have to fight and we have to keep marching forward. Some Bible verses before we get to number five. Some Bible verses that will help remind us of this journey of, of moving forward and, and keep, you know, Remembering what the Lord wants to give us and the gifts that he wants to give us. Proverbs 4.25. Maybe you need to write these down um, so that you can put them on little note cards in your bathroom or on your refrigerator or put them in your Bible. To remember that you need to let go of the past. Proverbs 4.25. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. If we can focus our eyes directly in front of us, and if you want to look at anything, look at Jesus. Follow him as he steps out in front of you. Keep your eyes focused on him. And when we do that, it helps us to be more like him. It helps us to keep our eyes on, on where he's taking us. It helps us so that we can uh, know who we want to be like, who we want to be more of. Uh, Jesus, he's the one. Keep our eyes on him. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. God says, therefore, if any man or woman may be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are becoming new. That's a really good verse to stand on because it reminds us that we are new in Christ. That, yeah, I did things in my past. Things happened. Um, I made mistakes, but that was the old me. But in Christ, I am a brand new creation and he is doing something new in me. And I'm going to stand on that and I'm not going to listen to the lies of the enemy. I'm going to focus on the new thing that the Lord is doing. And then number three, Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. 
there was a time in my life when it was a really dry desert and and it felt like my life was a wasteland and I had all of this pain all of my mistakes and my mental illness and the mess of my life you know glaring at me and when when Jesus came in and he did the new things in me it was like living water to my weary bones it was like this oasis with this green and green shrubbery and trees and this blue water and it was fresh and new and I could I could see literally see and feel what he was doing in my life only Jesus can do that only Jesus can give us that kind of a life and make our deserts and wasteland into new life fresh living water fresh everything so stand on this verse when you are looking back at your past mistakes and the things that have happened to you and the people that have hurt you and, and focus on the new thing that the Lord wants to do. Number five, the fifth thing that you should be doing on your journey of letting go of the past is giving yourself grace. There are going to be many a times when you're going to have a bad day and that enemy is going to sit there and he's going to, he's going to make you remember and you're going to start picking up the luggage again. You know, you've, you've spent so much time laying it all down at the foot of the cross and, and maybe doing some unpacking and, and now you're making some steps forward and you're feeling really good about your life and then he's going to, you're going to have a bad day and he's going to sit here and he's going to make you remember and you're going to be filled with this anxiousness and anxiety and this anger and you're going to start picking up the suitcases and before no you know what you're walking and you you've made it 100 yards 200 yards maybe you've walked a whole mile and you said what am i doing i just picked up all that stuff that i laid down at the foot of the cross well the next thing that the the devil's going to do because he did it to me is he's going to fill you with guilt and you're going to beat yourself up for the next mile because you carried the luggage for the last. You need to give yourself grace. You need to remember that this is a journey and that maybe for however many years you've been carrying that luggage, that it's, it's kind of became second nature to you and you would just get up every day and you'd pick it up and off you'd go. It's going to take you a while before you can completely lay it down and you're not tempted to grab onto it anymore. And so once you lay it all down and you step out into the full freedom that the Lord offers you, but you have a bad day and you start picking some of it up again, give yourself grace. Go back to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Help me to lay it all back down again and to keep moving forward and to keep my eyes focused on to you and to remember that you are doing a new thing in me and, and you keep moving. And trust me when I say that the times that you're carrying, the luggage will become less and less and less until you, you're not even tempted to pick it up anymore. You're not even tempted to think about it. And that you are living a life in the full freedom of the Lord, ready 
to do anything that he wants to ask you to do with every gift that he gives you because you got free hands. You got freedom in your heart and, and you are going to be able to go anywhere, do anything because you're ready. Because you're no longer holding on to the past, but you're stepping into and ready to hold on to the present and the future. Because each day is a gift. That is why it's called the present. I just pray that maybe if it's you that's been carrying around the luggage, that maybe from all of the things that have happened to you in your life, whether you did them to yourself or, or someone hurt you deeply, know that whatever chair you're sitting in, the Lord loves you and he wants you to lay it all down and to let it go so that you can step into everything that he has planned for you today. Let's pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you for this truth. And I just pray that each person listening, Lord, will just grab onto it and put it deep inside their heart and that they will remember that they'll have the tools they need and that they'll have the people, the right people in place in their life that will help them let go and unpack and lay it all down and step forward in the full freedom that only you can give us. I just pray that you will walk alongside each person, Lord, that you will equip them for the journey and that they will feel your love in a real and tangible way. We love you and we praise you and we ask all of these things in the mighty name of Jesus who saves. Amen. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for being here. And until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.